0: Welcome to Into the Mirror, where we discuss healings, transformations, and awakenings. My name is Alexander, and this is my co-host, Brody. We are on episode 48, Fat Shame and How to Let Go. Um, Shame and fat and uh, overweightness, and that word I use just because it's really strong. It sounds so awful in a way, but that's the point to why there's so much shame with losing weight when it's such a hard thing to do. Brody, how are you today? What is... How do you feel about shame and fat and overweightness?
1: Yeah, I really love this topic because we're trying to remove that shame. We want to release that. I love the word how you can release uh, weight instead of losing weight. I love the difference in the word because you're releasing that energy.
0: No, for sure. Weight is, it's very symbolic, right? You hold on. It's so heavy, right? It's, I've, Okay, so like my normal weight, like a healthy, good weight of 175, which would be like, would be when I'm working out a little more and stuff, right? But I've been up to like 200 about, and I wasn't like as cut, and I was still healthy, but I had this shame in losing that 20 pounds, like to make me look more cut. Oh my gosh, was hard as hell. I mean, it's hard. Like, <laughs> there's lots of things I've done that are hard, but losing weight, oh my, has definitely, or just staying healthy physically and vanity and the clean, like what healthy body images and all of these things has taken me a long time to get to. Um, so have you had to lose any like weight before? I mean,
1: yeah, you're about the same height as me, right? Like five, nine.
0: I'm about 511 so pretty close 511
1: oh, so i was 59 and i was 195 at, at the highest and yeah. at a healthy weight i'm 175 to 160
0: yeah so that 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 weight so you carry that weight and what's funny is it's just stays with you like it's like the what's so weird about the weight is it's such an imprisoning phys- physical pattern for your brain to see again and again and again like To reinforce the shame like see you're overweight you go look in the mirror and you look at like this fat like i used to think six packs i this is so vanity based we're like totally hard and cut and like that you would like i didn't even know i had a real six pack for a long time and i literally would think i wasn't healthy and fit man it's just body image stuff it's just awful yeah and like
1: a lot of things that happen with women and like body dysmorphia like they're really skinny and anorexia it's it's society there's not a topic that society has hijacked so much other than weight and vanity Well, there's
0: no question i would take illegal substances to get my weight down i mean i'm not i just tell you who i am that's i had no question would cross those thresholds so what that says though what does that say about what that means to me, right? I'm not gonna go do that. I don't do illegal substances to get what I need anymore. Um, That was but that desire that drive to not feel shame, right to not feel that was so Mm -hmm. powerful that would hurt my body with things I didn't need at all. (laughs) And yeah,
1: dude, And like I grew up overweight all throughout high school, I was like the funny fat kid in school, not fat, but like Like overweight kid in school. And so I I still hold on to that image of myself sometimes. It's It's
0: challenging to step into being fit and healthy. And we have these ideas, like I tell you about the teeth stuff all the time. So as you get better, as you like clear or as you wake up, like for me, as I healed all my trauma, not just healed it. Of course, I knew where the trauma is. But once you walk through trauma, seriously, you see it's so much different. And when you, when you heal, you know, you've healed, there's no question to it. There's no, so, but to get there, there were so many days where I thought I was like, just wasting time where I felt so like I would go run and dude, I would just feel so heavy. Like I'm trying to like the tired lethargy, uh, just like, like this universe offers nothing good. It was a mix of depression and all that stuff, but that all ties into being overweight. Mm -hmm. At least for me, it did.
1: Yeah. And for me, I went through my time in college where I was just drinking so much and I was exercising so much and I didn't understand that it was about what I was putting into my body versus the actual yeah. exercise that I was trying to do to stay in shape and lift The weights. amount of
0: exercise you try to do to maintain that is not possible unless you're like a very Fit college age man that's willing to wake up at five a.m. and run and then drink and dude, it's no, it's just not possible. You can't drink like that and then because you're at, you're you're telling your body two different messages. You're saying yeah, health, yeah, exactly. Not health. So it's just not you're you're serving two masters yet again,
1: right? That's such a um, good point. Right?
0: Because one's yeah, so and I've learned that like what message am I actually saying each day versus what I think I'm saying because. A lot of times I think I'm saying something I'm totally not because I'm unwilling to. This is why sacred space, slowing down, seeing what you're saying to yourself is so important. Like, I would say whether I was saying the words consciously or not, that without perfect smile, money, cars, women, teeth, fitness, all this, I'm somehow less worthy than the guy next to me. And my ego would be like, No, I don't have any confidence issues with any man." No, fuck that shit like that inner like that system that shame and all those things and it's wonderful to feel healthy and to look healthy and to know it right that yeah is dude a-
1: and like i a lot of people use the mentality of like pointing it out like calling people names like fat so get better you know you piece of s like yeah. and, and for some reason that does work with a very small percentage of the people because well, it brings so much shame to them that it actually well so I call these change. part
0: of my death runs right when I'm running for myself my death runs when I have an instance of trauma I'm trying to die, let die I will be running sometimes and there'll be sentences and it doesn't have to be like you fat so but it would be the equivalent of that statement in my mind that will come up when I'm already running and stuff and
1: or like you're just, lazy you know it's
0: you. like Navy seal breakdown right yeah, it's yeah. not to break me down to kill me it's to break me down so I'm stronger and it clears and like t- it clears this stuff away and once you hit that point you're like yeah i feel unworthy because a lot of the f- overweight people just won't accept that they want a ball because they're fat or not just fat. i don't want to say fat like anyone we all be when we're not expressing our truth we carry it with us does that make i mean can i say yeah. it any clearer than that when you're not right. being honest you're going to hold on to it in one way or another and a lot of people hold on to it in the weight area that's where their shame is represented
1: yeah, and I think it's so important just to talk about how everything is energy. We all know that. We don't all know that, but most people do. But like everything is energy and you holding that extra weight, that extra so energy weight, is so weight, Yeah. It, it's just something like old emotions need to go. All the past yeah. need it's like holding on to the past too Yeah,
0: much. it's a storage system. It's mm-hmm. like it sounds funny, but water carries messages so that i don't know how water like everything you've stored with fat and in there is somehow vibration still is stored from that stuff and it sounds weird and i don't know scientifically exactly behind that but i do know that when you shed that fat and as you clear the pain the fat goes away and the the pain goes away and it's gone like there's a true healing It's emotionally
1: based, you know, like we, it's not talked about enough that a lot of that fat and that shame, it's hard to let go of all that shame. Cause it is a lot of, I didn't over- have
0: like, I'm, I, I sounds funny. Sounds. I wish I would have had someone like me that would have showed up when I was maybe trying to run and would use their heart to listen and say, cause I encourage everyone on the running now, dude. I stop like this woman today. I was like, keep it up. Like I was like, it's really hard, isn't it? But it feels so good, you know? And it's like funny how I express that to people, to strangers, but they, it helps them and they show up the next other day. They don't all come every day like I do, but I just do it for meditation. But so I get to see consistent people. I see older men out there running and they inspire me because I I love that. They're 30. They're double my age and they're still running. I might be a little fat. Actually, I'm not faster than most of them, which makes me even happier. Like, thank God I can, I can stay at least healthy. I don't need to look perfect as I age and die. That's not part of this. Right. But I want to feel heart. I want to feel like I'm doing my best even every time with what I've got. Right. And yeah, weight is such a Like we have these issues. So let's talk like thyroid issues, right? That's like everyone's issues.
1: Genetics play a factor. Certainly. Yeah, it
0: does. Like I, some people, my thyroid would switch from high to low a lot. Like it would be too fast and then too slow. And they said that these levels, but for some reason, as I got sober and leveled out, they all leveled, leveled out. I didn't have a thyroid disease somehow anymore. There's things that I used to have that aren't there, and I don't care what people just like. Well, you didn't really have it then. It's like okay, whatever. But it's whatever. So I don't
1: know. Like that we point out that you should never use genetics as an excuse. As an excuse.
0: Yeah. Never. Like
1: we, there is a certain line. we, we want to be as nice as we possibly can because it's such a shameful issue, but but try acknowledge that genetics does play a role, but don't use that as your excuse. Never. So it's
0: that fear, right? Like that fear you can't let fear keep you stuck. Like, believe me, you're, if your family was overweight and you're overweight, there's a genetic disposition for that, clearly. I mean, if it goes on, but there's more to that story than just the weight. Because food is such a coping skill, it's used so much to escape things. It's used more than any substance, is sugar or some sort of equivalent that I've ever found. There's nothing more abused than that. AKA
1: fast food, McDonald's, Burger King. Everything. I
0: mean. Like big yeah, burger,
1: whatever the hell it is, like it's I don't know. escapism. I
0: a lot of I don't eat beef anymore just because I can't kill cows. I if I had to for a family, I'm sure I could do it in honor of the universe. But I don't need to do that, so I'm not going to do that. I don't need to kill something that conscious. Like that's awful. So, but that's my story. I used yeah, to love good. Like I, could I used to love grass fed. <laughs> I, I say so good. For some reason when I was really sick. In my addiction, the only thing I could eat was red meat, like like steak. It was the only thing that would feel like it gave me nutrition, and it's such a deceptive way to think. Like, but I was like, it did make me feel good. Like my mind had enough. Yeah,
1: and that's important to talk about. Like, I would say the five factors that are preventing you from releasing weight is, of course, nutrition. Everybody talks about that, but emotions are, I mean, exercise, of course, everybody talks about that. Everybody talks about how much you're actually eating, but, but so, no one talks about the emotions and beliefs that are going on in your brain that, all, that play a much bigger role, actually, than nutrition.
0: So that's how I see it all tied together. Like the heart, for me, the heart space, the idea, the belief space, like what I actually believe about myself takes a lot of working through what all the false beliefs about myself. So every idea I had where I said I was overweight or not or this or this, I'm tested. It's like, are you sure you're ready to release this? And that really is a process because we don't understand how often we're re- what like weight is doing. Like, think about it. you have trigger event, right? Like you feel ashamed for being fat, right? So you work out, you're like, I'm going to get better. So you work out, you spend a few days working out, which doesn't drop weight at all. <laughs> It'll maybe gain weight if you're doing it right. But then, and then you tell your husband or wife, like, hey, look, I'm gonna be. And they're like, you still look fat. So then all that energy, you if you don't transmute it right there and say, wait, okay, I know they're saying that, I get it. Like, this is me, like, I get it, I know where they're at. saw I know where I'm gonna be, you know, and it's like. I, and then I'll definitely correct them. If they're saying like, that's through, an awful dude awful thing to me- say to me. Like, I was like, I'm working very hard, but I know where you're at. I know how it feels to be there. I was there three days ago. And then that's what I'm telling you. See what I'm saying? Like, like you literally see that you have to lead when you're a, you have to be the leader to get out of this stuff. But so you eat like, so if you don't transmute that, you go back to your coping skill. And typically the husband or wife is your frenemy because they're overweight too. And they want to reinforce that bad pattern so they tell you dogshit bullshit even if they don't know they're consciously doing it they want you in the vibration they're at so they say that and then you guys go out to eat and have a beer and a drink and all of a sudden all that work you did is gone plus you have double the shame because you failed you failed and so this is the shame cycle of fucking hell that everyone and again and again, and again, and again, and I'm going to say I'm stopping because it just fucking happens until you say it's done. Like until you're ready to to be brave. Like it's so people, like when you're ready to make a change, this is any manifestation, creating any new thing. Don't tell anyone until you're ready to tell them to fuck off. And I mean that. Don't tell them your plan. Hold that in your heart. Build the confidence from within. Don't See if yes, I go and say yes. that I feel this before I feel it. What am I doing there right away? I'm lying. I'm not in alignment.
1: If, if you're not ready for the, the <sighs> no, wolves to don't. tell you exactly how it is, don't do it. Like don't, don't do it.
0: So sacred that space. in your heart. First exactly. Place, first place that sacred space, my tree house, my inner child space where I look in my mirror and I'm fit and healthy. I don't show anyone that mirror unless they're sacred to me and they can come see it. Right. But no one else, not even my future wife, my family, no one, none of them can see it until I deem them worthy to be in that space. Like, and not that they're not uh, worthy, but are they worthy enough with themselves? Do they treat themselves with enough respect to treat me with respect? And that usually isn't true until you get it first. And then you show them.
1: Well, right, and I I just want to make people aware of that, yes, neither of us have been dramatically overweight, but we understand shame, and it's the same frequency. Exactly, and like, me and you were addicts, you know, been to jail prisons and like we've we've really been on I think losing really weight is harder than all of that of shame I'm trying and to and tell we get it's it it's
0: a challenging thing so do not it is like I, I have so much
1: respect like I have like so much respect for people that lose weight like there's nothing more inspiring may, other than cancer survivors I think losing weight than unless people it's that people that are persisting through is even harder weight.
0: I think people that persist because they are taking the choice Every there. so that's when people that survive illnesses and remember, I've had lots of people die from it. So people that survive the intention, the, the belief is set And like my grandpa who got through his leukemia, his AML leukemia, the one that killed my dad in 17 days, right? He made a choice. He was sick, but he would walk the stairs every day. He made choices that were hard, but he did it because he knew, you know, the intention shows that you're worth that. Like my grandpa, you'd walk the stairs, like whatever, but He didn't help him feel strong and it clearly made him strong and he at least survived long enough to have a life you know this is a leukemia that really is deadly especially at the end of life it's super it's like a 50 percent survival with bone marrow and stuff when you're healthy so it was a deadly one so what i'm saying is like the intention that you said it doesn't matter if you have cancer if you're overweight or if you're addiction they're all worthy suffering pieces doesn't matter this is where i would say i don't give a shit what your suffering came from, your suffering, right? It doesn't mean like your suffering is more worthy suffering because it's cancer than overweight suffering. I'm just saying this straight up. There's no question to me that pain is pain and trauma is trauma. And like, if we keep telling people that like something's a dis- like addiction's a disorder. So you're less worthy of the compassion that you need. Do you see what I'm saying? It's awful programming. Yeah, it-
1: and I see it even in something like dyslexia. Like people are ashamed way. because they're dyslexic. Yeah, my, I mean, my sister
0: struggled same with dyslexia. Thing, you know? She thought she was dumb at times when she's not. She just thought different and she, her perspective was good. And that's the thing. Like, because, I mean, I think partially because she was a girl and she, she was a dyslexic. They kind of just brushed her off a gut. Luckily, I have a great mom that found a school where she was taught, correct. you know, when she was young.
1: Yeah, and they, they even, they used to do it with people that would write <laughs> with their self-handed. left hand.
0: <laughs> so, being, like,
1: you know, how ridiculous is yeah. that? You know, like, oh, you write with your yeah, left hand, no, you're a weirdo. All of those like, things. Fuck is, off. Like, it's
0: hard because a lot of the things we talk about, all of these are very, no pun intended, heavy <laughs> subjects. It's shame. It affects everything. Um, Like, but learning that it doesn't, it doesn't have to torture us anymore right? Like, so that's why I'm saying right now, whatever, whoever's ever listening to this, whatever they're going through, you know, like I send confidence and courage that I know you can walk through it. Maybe the results won't end up exactly the way you want, but they will end up pretty much better than you ever could imagine if you allow it. And, but confidence, courage, to, to know that that weight is already off. If you keep walking, do you see how simple that really is? If you keep the intention in the mindset and you just keep showing up, it's done the body does the work right it
1: It won't it won't happen it may not happen today it may not happen when you want it to but it will happen
0: like perfect the next day when you make a decision to change a behavior like don't expect that the next day you're going to do it perfect this is the awful and addiction teaches you quite quickly why these are that's why i'm grateful for some of the addiction lessons because i learned that that opioid addiction is the same Let the same story being played out in every situation in life, whether it's drugs or food or shame, it's the same thing. It's just a different version of their variation. So I just kind of lost my thought there. I was, I mean, I just want to
1: say like, God bless. I mean, I just want to say like, God bless. I don't say this very often and I'm speaking from my heart. Like God bless anybody out there that's, Struggling with shame and body, you know, body, body shame. People that still want to wear a mask when they have
0: a pimple, right? Just because they don't want to show a pimple. I'm telling you, people that hide because they can't wear makeup, guys, you've been hijacked. If you're doing those things, if you feel this spot, that cringe, the cringe. There's openness and cringe. The cringe is serving two masters. That means you are being hijacked right there by fear. You are doubt and you are believing that rather than the other belief of worthiness. So you're putting, all you're doing is putting energy into that disbelief of worthiness. You think it's just like wearing a mask because of pimple, but what you're doing is covering up your own beauty, your own divinity. You're saying, I'm only beautiful because society says no acne. You see how god awful that type of behavior is for yourself. Stand the fuck up for yourself. Be brave and tell people that you've been through a lot. You know, like you're working on yourself. You're like you don't have to tell them you've had types of trauma, but you can say, "Dude, I've been through a lot of trauma. I'm very proud at where I'm at. You know, I'm very proud of it. You know, just
1: how did that work in prison? How How is the shame and
0: So there's a lot of overweight
1: people in prison, prison?
0: Um, which doesn't make sense because they restrict your calorie intake. So was there
1: a lot of shame attached to that? But was there a lot of shame attached to that?
0: They're like, I'm the big fat guy. My fat Indian friends, I even say he called himself fat. He was 460 pounds and he was, he's my spunky and he farted all the time. He was gross. And it was like the typical fat, you know, judgment. And when I could like, I just let it go. You know, I didn't. Sometimes you'd fart so much and I'd be like, in my mind, would think of awful things, right? Like, that's stupid, like, awful stuff. I didn't say it at least. So, and I didn't do it even better. (laughs) So it's like, I, like, because I would want to jump down off that bunk and beat the fucking dog shit out of that. I'm telling you, that's what came to me when he would fart and smell and I'd be like, oh. Oh, yeah,
1: I know that feeling, dude, if If, if I walk into, like, a bathroom stall and it's all men. No courtesy and flushing, nothing, farting, no respect. I, it's I like, get offended. Okay. Like
0: the airport. Yes, that one got me the Like the airport. Way. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> do you guys know how not to? This is funny. Like, I, I used to piss on the floor and stuff before prison all the time. But you learn very quickly, like, Same. some behaviors did get cleared out of me. Right, like basic be- behavior. Yeah, like I, I, cleaning I, I, up.
1: I was pissed. I was drunk in drunk in New York. I was a drunk in New York, and I was pissing on the street. That's a, d- a That's almost that can
0: be a. She was so appalled. It. Not careful.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. And I mean, it was so stupid. But like, I,
0: but the trick is not being hijacked by that fear. Right. That's all I'm saying. By all of it, the shame. And honoring yourself, like your worthiness, do you really want your worthiness to come from those things? Like, do you really, is that where you think you're, like I found as I found this heart space and this is what I found with the confidence man is we share that energy space, right? So when you believe it, it was challenging to learn to set boundaries, like I would think about it. And I got moved a lot of yards just because one, like they shut down some places and stuff when I was in and it was just a just a lot of transporting and, you know, declassification or lower security levels and stuff. But because so I had such a high rating at first, <laughs> It was awful. But um, so they sent me to like harder just places. And um, I remember that going in there like that first day, I was in a bunk with 12 people it was like a more of a dormitory shared. And like these bigger beds, we got lucky, we got bigger mattresses and thicker like the most comfortable ones in all of DOC. But we also got the worst prison because we're in like we have no grass. No, it was CMRC. And um, it was very challenging. I'll tell you something. the sex offenders, they had a whole unit at that prison CMRC, that was all them. And I was in this other unit. And I would go to um, medline with them, right? Like every day. And so we would, I would always try to bring a book so I could pretend I was reading if I was, I was usually reading, but I would pretend so I didn't have to communicate with these guys, right? Like I was ashamed to even communicate because I had not enough confidence in myself to say this, like. Just because I talk to these fuckers doesn't make me a sex offender. That's the, like, I'm just telling you, those are the ideas, right? It's like, because I show compassion does not mean I condone his actions. That's, these are these things. And it's like, at some point I said, no fucking way. Like, dude, I'm going to be authentic. I'm not going to, you have to be careful because a lot are predators. So you can't, I got letters written to me. One letter, a guy that got out that. Found my DOC number. He very predatory. Wanted me to call him and all this stuff. I and I didn't even know his name. I only he knew me for me just smiling and being compassionate. So you can see things do get misread. So
1: <laughs> right. And and like just like to wrap it up, like, and, and like, like, it up, like the main point I want to yeah. give to people is yeah. that you do it because you love yourself do it because it's the right thing to do that's why you that is your true motivation from your heart why you want to do any of this it's not to look better although that's a good byproduct of that like looking better is feeling better the,
0: the stuff with prison like that shame right the weight that people carry like it's so hard to start working out there even when it's probably the only thing you have to do right like But but like, so exercise, getting the motivation and the weight those guys carry. I can tell you the guys that worked on themselves there, they all got awesome, though. Awesome. I mean, anyone that works on themselves legitimately becomes awesome from those places because the courage you find, the confidence to stand in your truth. But what I would say is you don't share these confidences like when you're holding on to shame from the past. Don't go share it with your family It's just going to reinforce that they think you're a fat, you know, something or you're don't go share it with the frenemies start learning to keep your new creation sacred for a while, right? Like, until you build confidence in it. Yeah, until you build enough confidence. Yeah, so like, that's the question when I got confident enough. um, It's funny to like, just be completely myself. It took... It took months. It took those experiences like in and then feeling awful sometimes for saying some mean shit to people to try to pretend like I said mean things or I cut people off because I was more afraid of what the guy next to me thought about what the other guy who had weird charges, bad, bad charges um, (laughs) on, you know, would think something of me And, and I'm an attractive guy. I'm a good-looking, charismatic, attractive guy. And that can be misread, too. So I'm just saying that's the truth. And those are things I know and learning that's okay, though. That doesn't mean I'm stuck being... So anyway, the whole story is find your confidence first, right? Like the shame, all that stuff, you carry it with you. And there's much more going on when you're like right. eating or escaping. It doesn't matter eating, escapism in general. Uh, so you could be running...
1: Yeah, I mean, shout out. Shout out to you for taking the first step. Appreciate you all listening so much. Please share this with anybody that you believe could use this extra help. And we love you all for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.